All conversations and information contained within the Total Health and Fitness Podcast is intended for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse anything you hear on this show with treatment, medical advice, or direction. Nothing on this podcast is meant to supplement or supersede the relationship with your medical caretakers. Although James is a licensed massage therapist, certified health coach, personal trainer, yoga, and martial arts instructor, he is not functioning in these roles in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who appear on this show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Total Health and Fitness Podcast. I am your host, James. Thank you for joining me for another episode. In today's episode, I want to talk about metabolic syndrome. It's something that's coming up more and more these days in terms of things that you want to watch out for, uh, things that people are being diagnosed with, and I want to talk about what it is because it's not an individual thing on its own. Metabolic syndrome is a group of problems or slash connected diseases that when combined have been identified as indicators for developing things like type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, fatty liver disease, and some forms of cancer. You know, unfortunately right now, 30 to 35% of adults in America would fit into the diagnostic category for this syndrome. And many people don't know it, that they fall into this, this category. You know, the risk for this condition increase with age and BMI, and BMI stands for body mass index. However, even individuals with a healthy BMI can have metabolic syndrome. So, you know, we'll get into that a little bit more as we go on. So what happens when you have metabolic syndrome, um, it's identified by a cluster of five main features. These five main features are high triglycerides, low high density lipoproteins slash low good cholesterol, hypertension, which is high blood pressure, central obesity. Um, this would be body fat in the more of the midsection and a high fasting blood glucose level. You know, some other possible features with metabolic syndrome are a high risk for uh, blood clotting, high levels of C-reactive protein. Um, C-reactive protein is an inflammatory marker. It's a blood test that you can see, you know, level of inflammation in the body. And in addition to C-reactive protein, they, the, they could be looking for other inflammatory markers in the blood. These factors together set the stage for the development of type 2 diabetes, atherosclerosis, which is the hardening, hardening of arteries, um, heart attack, heart failure, and stroke. The two main primary factors in metabolic syndrome are insulin resistance and obesity. And I have talked before about insulin resistance, and I've mentioned um, obesity in past podcasts. And, you know, the problem with these two factors is obesity tends to cause insulin resistance and insulin resistance can cause obesity. And so they create sort of a vicious cycle with one another. Uh, but overall, a, uh, an official diagnosis of metabolic syndrome is made when three of the five risk factors are identified. And I'll go over these again now in a little bit more detail. High fasting blood glucose, this is a blood glucose level of over 100 milligrams after nine hours of fasting, um, or if you're on a medication to manage your blood glucose. This would be if, or, you know, let's say you already were type 2 diabetic. Uh, we just spoke about abdominal obesity. Um, this is a, a measurement of um, 88 centimeters or 35 inches for uh, women and over 102 centimeters or 40 inches for men is how they define it. Uh, obviously, there is some variation depending on your height and, and muscle mass and everything like that, but that's the, the generalized guidelines for abdominal obesity right now. Elevated triglyceride levels. This would be greater than 140 
uh, milligrams for men and greater than 150 for women. And then as we spoke about, low levels of high density lipoproteins or your good cholesterol. So this would be less than 40 in men and less than 50 in women. And the final one is hypertension, which this would be if, you know, when they take your blood pressure, this would be a systolic blood pressure of greater than 130 and then a diastolic blood pressure of greater than 85. How do we treat it? Obviously, these are many different things. And this is why some of this here, of the five risk factors I've identified, some of these, you know, a person could have high levels of, of triglycerides. They could have low, high-density lipoproteins. And they could be have high blood pressure and you wouldn't and they but their body fat or BMI is normal. So that's why this is a disease that it's it's not always that easy to identify. In fact, it, it is hard to identify, which is why many people go are going around undiagnosed. How do we treat it? it? It's treated by a lot of the things I've spoken on previous podcasts. Lifestyle changes are the biggest interventions. Making healthy lifestyle changes can help prevent or delay the serious health problems, such as the heart attack and stroke. So things you can do is regular physical activity. I've spoken about this in previous podcasts. At least 30 minutes of exercise daily, though I think I've mentioned, you know, 30 minutes to an hour of exercise would be great if you could get it in. And exercise includes not just set aside time for lifting weights or doing a fitness class, but being mobile and active throughout your entire day. And many of my previous guests have talked about the, uh, you know, the benefits of just being mobile throughout the day, not just for your physical health, but your mental and emotional health is great as well. Weight loss. Yeah, I mean, depending on how you choose to, if, you know, weight, lose weight, if that's one of your, you know, fitness goals and fitness journeys. In the literature, it said, you know, losing at least 70% of your body weight slash body fat uh, can reduce insulin resistance and blood pressure and reduce your risk of diabetes. Uh, and I've talked about ways to do this. Obviously, you know, losing weight, not just losing weight is challenging, but keeping that weight off is also challenging. And uh, things, you know, the biggest things you can probably do in your life, and I'm not saying these are easy, you know, cutting out processed food is probably the biggest thing. It, it, cutting out processed food eliminates a lot of the preservatives and the extra sugar uh, that, you, that you get in your diet or people get in their diet. It eliminates all the extra salt that people get in their diet. So if you just stick to more foods that are have less ingredients or foods that you make yourself uh, is, is going to go a long way. Drinking more water would also help go a long way too because that helps your lymphatic system, as we've spoken about with previous guests, to flush those things out of your body. Healthy diet is on there as well. And again, I, that ties into kind of weight loss. If, you're, if you typically are on a pretty healthy diet, this will also help you, you know, bring your BMI or body fat percentage down. And again, there's so many diets and I've spoken about a few of them, but it's really finding a healthy way to eat that fits into your lifestyle. And the way to do that for both health is to do it one step at a time. It said, if you're, if you're drinking three sodas a day, maybe drink two. If you're, you know, eating out three times a day, maybe see if you can eat out once. If you're, you know, when you're eating your meals, Maybe start with the stuff, start with your vegetables, your protein, and then eat your carbohydrates to see if you're full. So there's little tricks like that, and I've made that in other episodes, and I'll probably talk about in future episodes. If you're smoking, stopping smoking will help with metabolic syndrome, but also smoking, I don't know any form of cancer that doesn't have smoking as one of the contributing factors of that. So I would highly recommend stopping smoking for not just metabolic syndrome, but for all types of health benefits. Um, again, I don't know stopping is not easy, but working your way towards that 
is definitely going to go a long way to improving your health. And and the one that is is universal, not just for metabolic syndrome, but for any type of pathology or problem in your life is reducing and managing stress. I, again, I know this is very easy to say. Finding ways to reduce stress in your life will go a long way to helping anything that you are struggling with or any type of um, disease you are trying to prevent or overcome. And I've spoken about these in the past, but physical activity, again, is, is a way to reduce stress. Uh, reduce stress. Meditation, mindfulness practice, um, yoga, uh, taking your favorite class, hobbies that you find interesting to yourself, you know, going on long walks, bicycling, painting, reading, interpersonal relationships, having good friends that listen to you and are supportive to you. All of those things help manage stress and go a really long way to help you feeling better on a daily basis. So that is like a brief summary of metabolic syndrome. I, I hope this was helpful and informative. Um, I will probably do future episodes breaking down the, these individual conditions a little bit more, such as type 2 diabetes, hypertension, and things like that, because, um, you know, they factor into here and, and they can be their own separate topics to discuss. But if you are enjoying this podcast and you like the information that you're hearing from me, please, um, please share this with anyone you think it might uh, benefit. Uh, I would also love to hear your thoughts about the podcast. Uh, so if you could, um, you know, leave a comment on the Facebook page, that would be great. Uh, you could also uh, rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to the podcast. That would really help uh, help me out in terms of uh, spreading the word and getting the information out to other people. And as always, I thank you for taking the time to listen, and I will talk to you on the next episode. 